guys. Well, welcome back to Tam Talks, a place for real and, as you know, honest conversation. And I can't even tell you how excited I am for today. You are going to walk away with such wisdom from a voice that's not just brilliant, but he really is boots on the ground. Clay Clark has become a dear friend, and I'll share more about that in a few moments. But but Clay, you are a big footprint today. You have taken up um, the stand in a fight for the cause for America. But I'm going to, first of all, welcome. Thanks for being here. Hey, thank you for allowing me to be in your living room, uh, to be at your church, to to be with your praise and worship team, uh, to be with your entire production team, you and Pastor Phil, um, at a time when I was meeting a lot of woke pastors, a lot, a lot of pastors that unfortunately were given in to the woke mob. I met you guys, and you guys really did energize me, and I can't tell you um, how much of an impact you've made on my family. I sincerely mean that. Well, thank you. Thank you. But hey, here's where I want to start. We're going to jump into all of the conversations and controversies of today, which you address so well. But I want my viewers, my listeners to know a little bit about you. Um, they know I'm an entrepreneur. I do a lot of coaching, as you know, and executive coaching. But you are the entrepreneur. You are um, the founder of Thrive 15, which is amazing. And prior to COVID, uh, if people follow you or if they haven't, be sure you check out Clay Clark. But I know you received the SBA award as Entrepreneur of the Year. And and Clay, first of all, just thank you for being the entrepreneur that you are. You have connected me with so many people and you are the great connector. Um, so I just appreciate that. But talk to me a little bit. How did you get into this entrepreneurship? And a lot of people think they're entrepreneurs because we live in a day of the entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. What makes an entrepreneur? What What does that mean to you? Well, there's four steps to entrepreneurship, okay? Just four, folks. So here we go. One, you find a problem that people have. Step two, you find a solution that people are willing to uh, buy. Step three, you actually sell people the solution. And step four, you nail it and scale it. Now, a lot of times we find a problem that people have. So like my son, he has a company called Well Done Lawns, if you look him up online right now. And my son is 16. He's figured out, Dad, people want to mow their lawn, but they don't want to be the one to mow it. I go, that's true. So he goes out there and he has a solution. He's going to mow lawns. So he knocks on doors. He puts out flyers. He does. And guess what? Nobody's buying. And so we had that talk last year. He's like, Dad, I don't understand. I'm knocking on doors. I'm putting out signs. Nobody's buying. I said, well, you got step one, right? There's a problem. Step two, you got a solution. Step three, you got to sell it. Now, the problem is my son is 16 years old. Now, talking to an adult on the phone could be a little uh, terrifying when they're asking for a quote, talking to someone face to face. Well, now he's got his uh, 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 cadence down. He's got his uh, stature, his posture, his presentation. And now when people ask him about the price or what he charges, he has a wonderful little script we've developed, which says, uh, I'll beat any price that you're paying right now. How much do you pay now? And they tell you, and he goes, well, hey, the first time we mow for you, we're going to mow your lawn half price. So again, step three is you have to move into this thing of selling it. And step four, and that's the problem we have today. The problem he has with his business called Well Done Lawns, if you look him up in Tulsa, is he's trying to scale it. Now, scaling it requires checklists. You know, where do you put the leaf blowers? Where do you put the mowers? Where do you put the cords? Who bought the gas? Where are the receipts? Who's working on Tuesday? Who's working on Thursday? And every night, I, I, every day, I wake up at 3 a.m., I work till 6. And when I come home, we hop in the pool and we talk about staffing issues and why can't he find anybody who wants to mow lawns and how can he build a schedule that's sustainable? And that's what entrepreneurship is. It's four steps. 
Find a problem, solve a problem, sell the solution, nail it and scale it. And that's what I like to do. And uh, I don't really like to talk about political things, but with this whole great reset issue facing our nation, that was putting an end to that process, which I'm very good at scaling. I just want to give a quick shout out to one client. Uh, there's a guy by the name of Dr. Corgan. And this guy is a wonderful, fantastic doctor. And I talked to him yesterday and we just put his testimonial up this morning. He's grown his medical practice by five times, by 500 percent, by 500 percent since the lockdowns. But he said he was in business and he was stuck, Tammy, for 20 some odd years. And he was like, well, it can't get worse. So he went to ThriveTimeShow.com. He came to a workshop and he's like, well, the guy lets you name your price. How I don't know. Well, let's see what happens. And that guy, you know, in his, in his early 60s was stuck. He recognized he was stuck. He recognized he needed to find someone who knew the way. And I think that's why your clients love you so much because you give people a proven path and you coach them through the predictable issues that business people face. Well, you know, I love this and everybody listen up. This is so important. We're living in a day where people have to rethink business especially if you have a faith-based business. And I love what you're doing, Clay. You just gave us four simple steps. And to everyone listening right now, we're going to go pretty deep in the next few moments in our TAM Talks together. But I wanted to introduce the face of Clay that is that entrepreneur, that is that businessman that has online classes and tutorials and can teach you how to succeed in your business. Because as you just heard, hey, it's not easy. We all have ideas. I mean, you know, ideas are coming to me so fast, Clay, I can't keep up with them, but executing and scaling mm. an idea is different. And so that's why most of us are stuck and most of us mm. aren't seeing really the well, benefits and the rewards of our creative idea is because we don't know how to scale. So everyone, listen, I want you to go to Clay Clark. I want you to check out Thrive 15. I want you to hear what he has to say. Go to his workshops uh, from one coach to another coach. I'm telling you what, what he does. And he's connected me with some really key people that you're going to hear about in the next few weeks, I'm hoping. But first of all, thank you, because connection is key. Connection well, is key. I want to introduce this idea. It's called Vesica Pisces. It's the intersection of two circles. So two circles are here and you, a Vesica Pisces. That's, that's the middle of the intersection. And or you might call it a win-win if you've read Stephen Covey books, or you might call it the golden rule, or you might call it do as unto others as you would have them do unto you. So oftentimes in my business, and I'll just give you an example. There was somebody today um, and a household name. Okay. And her name is Laura Logan. And everybody out there knows Laura Logan, an investigative journalist, and I got a call out of the blue from a huge show. And the guy calls me and he says, hey, I want to interview you on my show. I listen to your show every day. Now, this show, if I'm on this show, because a lot of times people say things, but if I'm on this show, it's the second largest podcast in the world right now. Mm -hmm. And he calls me and says, I want to interview. And, and I, and I, in my ignorance, I didn't know about his show. So I said, what's your show? And he tells me his name. And I'm going, um, can I look it up somewhere? And he goes, go to YouTube. It's like the number one show. So I look it up and I'm like, oh, wow, you're getting millions of views, which is frankly more views than I get. You know, I said, okay, it's great film production. Well, immediately, this is what I do. And this is the, this is the teaching moment for everybody out there today. Every time I make a connection, I always think I, it's, it's a habitual thing. It's an intentional thing. I think who would benefit from knowing this person. And so without mm -hmm. even, it's like a part of my DNA now. So I said, hey, well, I've got you with your show and what you do. Would you like to interview Laura Logan? And he mm -hmm. goes, yeah, I, I've tried to get to her. And I said, would you like to interview Liz Crokin? And he goes, 
yeah. And I go, would you like to interview David Martin? He goes, yes. So I introduced this man to three huge names in the truth movement. Mm-hmm. And the guy goes, what, what, what do I owe you? And I go, nothing. I mean, yeah. it's the win-win. It's, and he goes, yeah. he was shocked. Did you want a commission? Yeah. No. But finder's fee? No. Do you want to? No. Do you want to? Do you want me to sign an agreement where you're going to be? A, I'm not, no. Are you trying to become my? So guy calls me back. True story. He calls me back and goes, I don't even understand what's happening, but you just opened up doors that have tr- I've right. tried to open for years. So I said, well, right. at some point it'll boomerang back and that's how life is. But God wants us to do unto others as we would have them do unto them. And I don't do that in every area of my life perfectly. But if everybody out there would just do that, when you go to church yeah. next week, and you meet up somebody or you in your Rolodex, you have a big name in your life or a big connection. Be thinking, how can I bless somebody else by making that connection? And if yeah. you do that, it does come back and, and it, it does scale. Amen. Amen. That's so good. That's so good. Connection is key. And thank you. And hey, everybody listening right now, we're going to segue in our conversation, but don't miss this nugget. Who do you know that someone else needs to know? Who do you know that someone else needs to know? And make that connection. When we get our eyes and our mind off ourself and we begin to connect other people together, God blesses us in a multitude of ways. So that's your first takeaway from today. Now I do want to segue a little bit into the political side because I've known you for some time now, Clay. And I know back when everything began to shut down, there was something brewing and stirring in you. And you started something that was called Reopen America which then turned to reawaken America. And we were part of that, uh, what, last year, I guess, when we first met you, or maybe two years ago now. And But I want to know the backstory. I I want my listeners to know the backstory. Here you are, this very successful entrepreneur. It's easier to stay in your lane and conform and be quiet and let's just get out of this mess and go back to who you were. But there was something in you for such a time as this to get angry enough to make a difference. Talk to our audience today, what happened and how do we get active in the things that God's called us to do? Well, and I don't want to uh, uh, depress anybody out there or try to impress anybody. I just want to tell you the facts because I think sometimes we hear stories, it's revisionist history sometimes. So for me, I just run my companies and to be very transparent, I have 160 clients. I charge my clients $1,700 a month. I operate my business at a 20% margin. Your listeners can do the math on that. So I have a business that turns out $54,400 a month doing what I do as consulting. And then I make a small percentage of the growth. That's what I do. So in my case, people ask me, what do you do for a living? My daughter tried to explain it to her friend. She goes, my dad has 160 partners. So that's what I do. And I don't want to grow it and I don't want to shrink it. I just like, I mean, that's in my flow zone. I like it right there. It's all good. It's like an orchestra. I get it. Um, and so my clients over here, the, the, the pizza business in Florida, Papa Gallo's, the caterer in New York, the carpet cleaning franchise in Denver, Colorado, called OxyFresh, the dog training business in Tulsa, the jewelry business in California, they all are asking me the same questions. They're going, what are we going to do if there's a lockdown? And I said, well, Give me 24 hours. So then I'm driving home in my car. My, my, my wife is driving. I'm in the passenger seat so we don't die. I'm in the passenger. She's, she's driving. And she says, what are we going to do with the lockdown? And I'm thinking, I don't ever watch the news. So I'm thinking, all my clients just asked me and my wife just asked me. Ugh. So I, fine, I'll do a deep dive. And a deep dive, Tammy, is where I put on blinders. I do this often. I go into my man cave and I tell people, don't check on me. Let me do my thing. I'll be back in 24 hours or 12 hours, whatever. 
And I go to my man cave, I go to my desk, and I start looking it up, and I go, okay, well, first off, where's the fear coming from? Where's the so I found that the models that said 2.2 million people would die from COVID, they were just false. Whether they were nefariously false or unintentionally false, they were false, they were funded by Bill Gates. Okay. Two, the PCR test, the polymerase chain reaction test, the COVID test, those tests were falsely calibrated or could be falsely calibrated to inflate cases. And I know this because the inventor of the test, Kerry Mola, said this. Third, COVID was treatable using hydroxychloroquine. And I knew this because I went to DuckDuckGo and I typed in SARS-CoV-2 treatments. And I kept looking and looking and looking. And on the NIH website, I found that it was indexed on the site as an effective treatment for COVID before the lockdowns. I thought that's interesting. Then I found that the system and method for testing for COVID was uh, patented in 2015. So I thought, wow. And by the way, all that's documented at timetofreeamerica.com forward slash revelation. So I came upstairs and I told my wife, I said, uh, the models are false, the PCR tests are false, the treatments are real, the system and method for testing for COVID was patented in 2015, so we should do nothing. You know, that's what we should do, nothing. Because I thought it was a health question, you know. So then it was like, well, what do you mean nothing? I'm like, well, you can take vitamin C if it makes you feel better, but it's less deadly than the flu, whatever. So that's where I went with it. And then the lockdown talk kept happening. And so I told my wife, if they do, just so I have some accountability, if they do a lockdown in Tulsa, I'm going to sue the mayor of Tulsa and turn my building into a church. That's what I'm going to do. Because I know I know a lot of the woke pastors in Tulsa, and I know they will capitulate. I know they will. So I'll just turn my building into a church. My wife got concerned because she says, are you saying you want to become a pastor? I said, no, 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 no. I don't want to be a pastor. I just will turn my building into a church, and I'll bring in a pastor. I'll fly him in, bring him in, whatever. And so that's called the Remnant Church, by the way. If you go to Rumble, the Remnant Church, it's so crazy. It streams to 20,000 people every single Thursday, which is Ooh. more than all the churches in Tulsa. Every, and, and there's like maybe 75 people that show up, but there's like 20,000 watching online. So that's what happened. Um, and then when I sued the mayor and turned my building into a church, all of a sudden, one, one week in particular, we had over a thousand people come for praise and worship with our mutual friend, Sean Foyd. Mm -hmm. And I thought, mm -hmm. this is interesting. Then we had another one and General Flynn was there. We were yeah. announcing the candidacy of Pastor Jackson Lawmeyer for Senate and General Flynn's there. And we got to talk and, and he goes, how do you know all this stuff? And I go, oh, you know, I just did my own research. I'm self-employed. I'm a critical thinker, whatever. And he goes, where do you find the time? And I said, this is literally all I do. I wake up at three, I work till six, six days a week. This is, I mean, this is all I do is because all my clients have the same issue. So I researched it. And he says, so you're a true believer. And I go, yes, but I hadn't read the Bible in probably 38 consecutive years at this point. Um, mm -hmm. And so I was like, yeah, I, I do believe in God, but I don't know. I think a lot of pastors ruined it for me. I hadn't met a lot of people like you and your husband. I had met a lot of pastors that were say this, do this. And anyway, at the end of the day, we shouldn't put our faith in people. We should put our faith in God. And then pastors just do the best job they can. I, I get it now. But I was, so I met with Flynn and then I, I felt this calling and I, and I couldn't sleep and I sleep very good. Every night I go to bed and I fall asleep right away, no matter how, how crazy life is. I sleep right away. I couldn't sleep. I'm sweating. My skin's feeling like I'm a wet seal or something. My wife is like, what's wrong with you? And I'm going, I feel like I'm supposed to team up with General Flynn. It appeared to me in a dream. You know, I'm supposed to team up with General Flynn to share the truth about election fraud, medical fraud, religious fraud, get people back to God. Main thing, get people back to God. And she says, are you saying again, you want to become a pastor? I'm like, no, 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 no supposed to do this. And in my background, I used to do 4,000 weddings a year as the founder of one of America's largest entertainment companies called djconnection.com before I sold it. So I'm used to scaling events. And uh, anyway, all the different personalities, marketing it, the whole thing. And uh, so I called General Flynn for my wife's recommendation. And I, the longest call ever, it was like proposing to a man to do something that would cause us to become the center of hit, of hit pieces. So boop, 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 boop. Yeah. 
General Flynn, hey, this is Clay. I, I got my wife here with me. Um, I feel like we're supposed to team up together to share the truth about election fraud, medical fraud, religious fraud, and, and lead people back to God. And he said, I know, but it has to happen through the church. And I said, well, when do you want to do this? He says, as soon as possible. So we we booked it at an event at Rama, and then somewhere along this path, a man by the name of Charles Kola, his website is Kola Fitness, C-O-L-A-W, uh, Kola Fitness. He owns a big gym, a series of gyms. I helped him build those companies. Charles calls me and says, Clay, watch this clip that's talking about you, and then um, call me back. And it's a Kim Clement uh, prophecy. If you go to Rumble, I'll pull it up. If you go to Rumble and you mm -hmm. just search for Mr. Clark and uh, mm -hmm. Mr. Clark and then Trump, you'll find it. And I, I didn't know who Kim Clement was. Furthermore, I previously rejected all prophetic words. And so I watched it and it talked about there's a man by the name of Mr. Clark and a man by the name of also a man by the name of Donald. And you're both watching saying, could it be me? And it goes on to have this prophecy. And I thought, that's weird. I put the phone down. Then I get a call from CJ Wheeler, who's a booker. She books me on business shows. She calls and says, Clay, are your ears burning? And I'm going, uh, kind of. She says, I, I don't know what happened. I, I got a request for you to, to do an interview in, in Washington, D.C. on this particular day on Newsmax to talk about your book that got banned called Fear Unmasked. And I think it was one of the first books in America to be banned on Amazon. So I said, oh, yeah, I'll do it. She goes, you'll travel? You never travel. I go, I'll do it. Let's go. I put the phone down. The next call that comes in, Richard Manning calls me and he says, Clay, what are you doing on this date? Which is the same date that CJ wanted me in DC. And I said, I'm going to DC to uh, be on Newsmax. And he goes, really? Well, I, I, I wanted to invite you. The Trump administration wants you to attend a deregulation event that Trump is hosting on the exact same day in the exact same city. What time is your interview? And I told him, he goes, that's crazy. You'll be in DC on that day. I said, yeah. I put the phone down. CJ calls again. Clay, I don't know what's going on. One America wants to interview you on the exact same day as well. Are you doing something? I go, I, I don't know what's going on. At this point, I started getting little tears because I wasn't sure what was happening, and it was not a pleasant experience. I didn't know what was happening. Then I get a knock at my door, and Nace Roberts calls me, a longtime client. His company's called MMM-USA.com, Master Machine. He calls me and says, hey, right before you went on the show this morning, I took out the American flag and I said, I'm proud of this nation. And because of your prayers, some doors are going to open. And I go, what did you just say? And mm -hmm. I watched the Kim Clement prophecy with him. And at that point, I goosebumps, God bumps, all of that. And I'm going, I think that that prophecy is about me. And it was this really weird thing. And then from that point forward, to give credit where credit's due, God has been opening up doors that don't make sense. And so when I was in the White House, or I was in the uh, Mar-a-Lago meeting with President Trump um, fairly recently, and I'm sitting next to him, literally my right knee is touching his left knee, and we're going through the Kim Clement prophecies together. I have just recognized that God uses all of us, even people like me that used to try to convince adults to drink copious amounts of alcohol on thirsty Thursdays at random dive bars and DJ weddings. I never thought that God would have a profound use for my talents. I thought I was always in a hollow pursuit of making clients money and entertaining crowds. I never thought God would use me in that way. So that has been really weird. And since that time, God is simply opening up doors that no man could could shut. And, mm -hmm. and I owe God all mm -hmm. the credit. And I, and I, 
work very hard, but you could work very hard. But if you're not um, anointed or appointed or staying in what God wants for your life, it it won't happen. Just a big credit to Kim Clement's family for sharing the, the clips with me, for Charles Kolaw, and for people that I once had told, don't ever share with me another prophecy video. I appreciate their courage for sending that video to me, knowing that it probably wasn't going to go well. Okay, Clay, here we go. Gosh, you just said so much. Everyone listen. There was just something said that's going to mark today. It's going to mark today in your life. And Clay, right now, this is going to mark something in you. I think your next book needs to be Doors That Don't Make Sense. Because mm -hmm. you just said doors that don't make sense. And we know biblically the Bible says that he'll open doors that no man can shut, shut doors that no man can open. But you said that twice. Doors that don't make sense. And I want to tell you right now, listening, this isn't just favor that God has over Clay Clark. This is favor God has over you and God has over me. And God wants to open up doors that don't make sense. But you have to be available. There has to be a sense of urgency in you. And that's what it started with you, Clay. You were angry enough at the lies of the enemy. You heard a prophetic word. And I just want to say right now, God has prophetic words for everyone. There are, yep. you know, prophetic words being spoken if we have ears to hear. And so what happened in your life? Here's this guy who really, you know, you went to Oral Roberts University, but you weren't walking in the faith of God. You weren't walking with God, but he right chose now. you. He anointed you. He appointed you. And Reawaken America happened. You've met with some of the greatest voices, but you've been diligent. And I'm telling you right now, if we're not diligent in such a time as this, we're going to lose the war. We don't have to lose the war. He's called us to win the war. And I'm telling you right now, I'm, I'm doing a series right now, Clay, called Stand, and it's on Ephesians 6. And I'm teaching about the weapons of our warfare. And you just talked about it because he tells us to put on the belt of truth. And lie after lie after lie is what COVID brought to us. But he is right. truth. And we've got to put on the belt of truth. So let's talk a little bit. You are teaching us when we go to your site and when we listen to your show, you're bringing us truth. Speak to my audience right now and talk to them a little bit of where can we find resources? We know the word of God. We know hopefully yeah. some pulpits in America are still preaching and teaching truth. But let's talk a little bit about that. Reawaken America. We're going to be in Vegas in August. Uh, we're excited yeah. about that to be with you again there. And anybody listening, we're still looking, unless you've got something, we're looking for a great venue because a bunch of us are yeah. coming to Vegas and we're going to wake <laughs> up Vegas, you know, for the kingdom. Yeah. Um, talk to me. Where well, do we find truth? Well, real quick on, on the on the venue thing, what I do at every event, and I did this with you guys in Anaheim too, and I appreciate it. It's like I I have faith in what people say. They say, hey, we're going to open our church or our building or our, our place for you guys at the Reawaken Tour. And then we book the date. We start selling tickets. People can name their price. And if you go to timetofreeamerica.com, you can name your price. But what happens is, is a lot of um, – churches, buildings, facilities, they start to encounter pressure or a reputational risk, quote unquote. And then you start to see people being less willing to work. So our working title, it's the same date. The, the, the date won't change and the venue, the, the date won't change um, and, and the speakers won't change. But right now we're going to be staying at the Trump International in uh, uh, Las Vegas, Nevada. And then there is an actual amphitheater that we've rented and we have an air conditioned tent facility. That, that's sort of our, our, our backup plan. We've done that in multiple locations, but we have a couple big venues that look like they may open their doors for us and so when you book your tickets just know we're going to have the event we've never canceled an event but i'm always trying to make it the best experience possible but as far as um if you're listening today and you're going you know how can god use you and what can you do what i would encourage you to do is one 
Amanda Grace pushed me on this too, by the way. Start every day by reading the gospel. So I'm going to fire off a bunch of YouTube channels real quick that people can listen to or resources. There's a there's a show a, a show called Lion of Judah. Lion mm-hmm. of Judah. It's a great show on YouTube. Um, also, I would recommend that you. There's just shows that are good. There's a show called Watchmen on the Wall '88. And it's very interesting because this guy kind of shoots the show on his phone, not a lot of production, um, but he reads the Bible to you and then breaks down the news of the day. So I just kind of try to replace my um, commute, my driving time to, to listening to stuff like that. Um, but I would recommend that you get in the word of God first thing in the morning. And I think if you read Matthew chapter 24 mm-hmm. and you read Luke chapter 21 mm-hmm. and you read Revelation chapter six, you'll kind of feel like you're reading the news of the day. So that's Revelation chapter six, Matthew chapter 24, Luke chapter 21. Then the next resource is American faith, which you're a part of you and your husband built that American faith is a great resource to get the news of the day from a Christian perspective. Um, the third thing is timetofreeamerica.com. That's our website. And every time we have a speaker, um, I've taken a lot of quotes that your husband has provided, a lot of citations. All the speakers, Dr. Tenpenny, Dr. Mikevich, General Flynn, Eric Trump, anytime they reference something, because I edit all the videos when we come back from our tours. I edit the videos and put them out. So I'll, I'll watch, I'll take notes, and I'll take the, the things I learn, and I organize it all at timetofreeamerica.com. So you can learn about CBDCs, BRICS, uh, the models that said 2.2 million people would die, what's in the shots. All of that is documented right there at timetofreeamerica.com. Uh, other resource, if you're looking for jobs that don't require the shots, if you're looking for a COVID-19 vaccine religious exemption, or you just want to watch the Reawaken America Tour documentary, these are all free resources. They're at timetofreeamerica.com. Um, and then the workshops that I do, pre-COVID, I've always done it this way. I grew up poor. I know what it's like to be poor. So I always tell people, you can come to my workshops. It's $250 or just whatever price that you feel like you want to pay. And so there's a guy by the name of Weimer. I want to celebrate Weimer Works. It's a pool maintenance guy. This guy came to a conference, and on November 4th, he began working with us, and he now is generating over $7,000 a week of profit with a company he started in November, maintaining and cleaning pools. And he was a guy that just needed a hand up. He didn't need a handout. He was just like, I've never started a company. I don't know how to build a logo, a website, a print piece, accounting, legal. I don't know how to do it. Mm-hmm. but I do know how to fix pools and I go, okay. And so he's doing great and he's just being diligent and Proverbs t- teaches us. It says, God blesses the hand of the diligent and punishes the hand of the slacker. That's Proverbs 10, four, I believe Proverbs 10, four. So okay. diligent means the steady application of effort. So even when you don't want to every morning, when my alarm goes off at 3am, I always think, Oh no, who set that alarm? It's too early. It's so early. But then once I get in the shower, get in the Bible, listen to it. By the time I get brush my teeth and head out the door, I'm ready to go 3.34 in the morning. And then by the time I get to noon, I'm going, man, I've been getting it. I've been working hard now for eight or nine hours at this point. i got a certain momentum going. And by six o'clock, I'm ready to hang out with the kids. And at nine o'clock, I can rest my head on my bed and fall right asleep knowing that I did my best. So I just encourage people, Ooh. recalibrate your schedule today. Design okay. your day. Be really intentional. Get that, get that day planner. Get the day planner. Get the to-do list. Block out time for what matters and say no to anything that won't help you grow. So good. Okay, Clay. And in our last few moments together, I want to say this. First, I appreciate you and you've the shout out you've done for American Faith. I know that you and Pastor Phil talk a lot about end times. I wanted to get into that, but we'll have to have you on the show again. Uh-huh. I really do want to talk about because so many of us are fearful. We're in end times. What does that look like? Do I got to run to the mountaintops? But you know, I don't know how many of you have watched the series Food That Made America Great. 
And uh, just a shout out, I enjoyed that series because what it did for me, Clay, it made me realize during periods of crisis in America, we had to rethink things. So whether it was Kellogg's or Post or Coke or Pepsi or whatever food they were telling the story on, I love watching those kind of documentaries because they make me think different. And I'm telling you right now, I'm giving you somebody a prophetic word right now. You've got to rethink what you're doing. You've got to reinvent yourself. And that's what Clay's workshops do. That's what his teaching does. You have to rethink. And if we as believers would realize we have to rethink the resources, the abilities, the gifts, the talents, the connections that God's given us, we've got to work together. I believe the greatest days are ahead. I want to end on a high note. I see goodness. I see prosperity. Um, I don't just see doom and gloom. And listen, I listen to enough of it. I, list, I live with Pastor Phil. I get American faith every morning. I look at the news. So I understand that, people. I understand that we're hearing a lot of negative things. But put on the eyes of Christ. And what does he see for us in our future? So put these resources around you that Clay's telling you about. If you've watched me long enough, you know my mantra is smart people put smarter people around them. Smart people put smarter people around them. So get some smart people, get some wisdom, get in the word of God and be a part of these reawakened tours. I can't wait for August. I hope to meet you in August. You'll be with Clay and some great people. Um, And so thank you. Thank you for getting up at three o'clock every day. Thank you for leading the course that America can be great again. And we're excited about uh, the 24 election. We believe great things are happening. I have hope in America, and I appreciate your passion. Give you the final word. I will say this real quick. The Kim Clement prophecies, he did say that Trump would become a trumpet for two terms. He did talk about there would be a time of two presidents and America would be confused. He did say things would get so bad America would be on its knees. And he did Mm -hmm. say that President Trump would be filled with the Holy Spirit and then return for the second term. So I am praying specifically for President Donald J. Trump to be filled with the Holy Spirit and to return to his second term to lead this country to make America great again. I really do believe it's going to happen. I really do believe it's going to happen. I don't know how it's going to happen, but I, I, I could you imagine president trump he's already an incredible speaker he's already a force of nature could you imagine him being filled with the holy spirit the next time that a nefarious member of the news asked him they ask him a passive aggressive question like sir why do you hate people you know those kind of questions could you imagine him saying i rebuke that question in Mm -hmm. jesus name i mean could you imagine that sort of authority and power uh, back in the white house i'm just telling you that's what i believe is going to happen i don't know how it's going to happen but that's where i my faith is that President Trump will be filled with the whole spirit today. So I just want to say to everyone right now that has heard that message, would you join us in prayer? We know that God loves America. He has ordained America. So every time you want to diss on, on Trump and everything he's done wrong, take those words, turn them around and pray blessings and being filled with the Holy Spirit. We need a leader in the White House or we will not have an America in the future. Wow. I love talking to you, Clay. It's just like, I don't know where 30 minutes went, but you are a blessing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, give my best to your wife. I love her dearly. And I can't wait to see you in August. Thanks for being with thank me. Thank you so much, Tammy. Have a great day. Hey guys. Thanks so much for being a part of Tam Talks. Now, remember if you're watching me on YouTube right now, um, I want you to go down and make sure you click the notifications and uh, watch all of our shows. Make sure you're watching me right now on Um, Whether it's YouTube, whether it's our podcast, we have great people on that give you great truths. Love you guys so much. Stay tuned. We'll see you again soon. Have a great day.